Welcome to our weekly Wednesday night shir. Have a special dedication this week, Leon Nishmas, Yitzchak, Ben Mordechai Zal. Ziyotzeit the Shabbos Mir Hashem Habolin of the Teva. Yudbeis Sivan Shem Shavon Liyah Chal Yisrael Yeshua. All those that needed a fuo. And should be a good to better for the whole family. Sorry, there we go. Sorry for the lateness. Sheer and Meyer runs very late. It's a little bit hard after the Sheer to go to Meyer, so I haven't got much of a choice. This week's Shabbos Pashas Nosli. For those that restart now, Pirkeovis, this will be Perik Aleph, of course. Mini Chabad, we do say every week. Till Shana, and many other people in the other circles have that minik as well. Pashas Nosui, and the Shabbos is Yud Beis Sivan, as we said. From Rishchidish Sivan until Yud Beis Sivan. We do not say Tachnun. In day seven, is the, these are called the days of Yemei Tashlumim because the, because the Karbanis were brought. Sorry over the Skype, one second. Because the Karbanis were brought on Shavuos and there was not enough time to be mashed them all the kabbanas, to finish all the kabbanas in the two short days of Shuas. Therefore, we have until Yud Beis Lachedish to be mashed Okay, we're picking you back up over here. You're back on the table again. One of those days. There we go. Much better. Sechet obviously we finished 49 blot Baruch Hashem from the Sayim we didn't make an actual seam on the Masech we'll, uh, we'll have that on Mitzvah a different date maybe a yard site or something in the near future she is also dedicated to the Nishmas as every week Ephraim Rechanan Yom Teflipa Shmuel Meisha, Shmuel Yaakov Meisha, and Jeanette Bas Ibrahim Akoyin. Pashas Nosoi. Comes, as we said before, directly after Shavuos. Generally, therefore, the name of the parsha 
needs to reflect the great Maila, the great plus of the wonders of learning Teda that a person has now acquired on Shavuos. And this is in a way of Nasai. Nasai is to raise up. Nasai here means also Nasai is raised to count the Jewish nation, but Nasai also means to raise up. So after the Torah was given to the Jews, they now achieved a level of what's called his Sereimimus, his Halus. They were lifted up, they were exalted. If you keep me scored home, the Gemara and Pesachim Samaches Amid Beis, and the Gemara tells us, Rabbi Yisif Hayeirech Suda Chagigas Kagashuos. Rabbi Yisif would make a big Suda on the on the holiday of Shuos. The Hayeiman he would say him Lehayeim Azayef Not for this day. Kama Yisif Hayebeshuk. How many Yisifs would there be in the marketplace? Rashi explains, if not for this day, that we merited to learn Teda, and Teda raised us up and elevated us, there'd be many people in the marketplace called Yosef, and you could never tell the difference between them. But the marked Teda study, the etched, engraved words of Teda, is what makes each Yosef different. By Matan Teda, HaKadosh Baruch Hu pronounced and coronated the Jews Mamlechas Kayanim V'Goy Kodesh. A kingdom of kings and a holy nation. And this way he elevated them to the highest possible level. And this, of course, is done through Teda. When a Jew studies Teda, he causes himself to be elevated and to be lifted up from all different types of boundaries and physical restraints. What's so special about actual learning Teda? Even when it comes to doing actual mitzvahs, this follows. Through learning Teda, one makes a bond between the seichel of the person, the brain, the not, not the common sense of the person, the seichel, and the chokhmas Hashem that puts that's enclosed in Teda. And when the Seichel understands this Machshava, when the Seichel understands these thoughts of Teda, it forms a unity between the two. Between the Seichel Anushi, the person's mind, and Chachmas Hashem. And this lifts up the Jews higher and higher. This elevation, which is achieved through Teda, as we just said, 
brings out the essence of the connection between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Jews. When a Jew learns Teda, not just to understand any kind of subject matter, but he's studying Teda for the sake of studying Teda. He makes this attachment, this connection between these two existences, and he intertwines them one with the other. The Nisham of a Jew, as we say, in the beginning of Tanya, is Chelek Elikam Imal Mamish, part of God Himself. And the Teda is the bridge that attaches between the Nishama and the godliness of between HaKadosh Baruch it's, it's commonplace to find common grounds in which people can achieve a connection with one another. A common ground where obviously through Siata Deshmaya brings two people together and they unite unconditionally forever. As long as it's believed thoroughly that this is through Siata Deshmaya, this unison, this unity is perpetual, exists and lasts forever. And we see this from the connection of the Jewish nation to God. And therefore, learning of Torah creates the person, puts the person on the level of Nosa Yisraish. The head is the top of the body. Higher than all the other limbs of the body. And it's raised up in, to this, through Torah in a level that is nothing higher. And by doing so, one raises themselves up beyond restraints of physical world. This is the elevation of Matan Teda. For the Teda itself, and therefore this comes after, the Parshish Nosai comes after Shavuos. Because in addition to the elevation of the Jew, becoming the Chelek of Mamlechas Kodesh, the Legion of God, another addition comes. The Nesiyah Sireish, the head. Of whom? Of Kol Levi. All the people of the tribe of Levi. And we know, Misha Nadvar Ruchei Eisei Vehevinu Madu of the Hevdom Lamed of the Hashem Lesharzei one whose spirits spiritually is totally dedicated and given over to God is merits merits to stand and to serve before God. This is the level of Shevet Levi. Therefore, when a Jew does not suffice themselves in holiness and elevation of his own levels as a chedek of a mamlechas kehanim but rather one sanctifies himself for lima he merits the nesiyah the elevation of the head in addition to the unison with God 
And at that point, Teda becomes totally ingrained and engraved within the Seichel of the person. So much so that the Seichel becomes Seichel of Teda. And this is Chachmas Hashem. And this ultimately binds us with a tremendous, uh, an everlasting bond with, uh, with godliness and spirituality and holiness. And then the one stands higher than everything else in the world. And this is how the Pasha finishes as well. He heard the voice speaking to him from above the Kaperis. And this is, is hinted as well with the fact that Pashas Nose is after Shavuos. As we said in the beginning, the Pasha is Nose Esreish, and the Pasha finishes off of Bavay Meshal El Maid, the Daber Itai. When Meshal will come to the El Maid, speak with him. And he'll hear the voice speaking to him from beyond the Kaperis. And these two Psukim now, the first and last of, the, of this Pasha, hint a special service to God that took place, as we said before, only through Matan Teda. The great phenomenon when we stood by Hasinai was as we once we spoke recently the nullification of the decree the bitl hagzeda of el yenim leyerdim lemata and tachtainim leyerdim lemaila there was an el yenim and there was a tachtainim above and below and they did not mix Matan Teda changed that all. Matan Teda made a unity between El Yainim and Tachtenim, between Kedusha Lekis and the Metzias Hagashmias. As it says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu came down onto this world, Vayered Hashem Al-Hasinai, and Moshe, as a, representation, a representative of Am Yisrael, went up above Vayal Moshe. However, when we were situated by Hasinai, it was more apparent the revelation of God on the earth, how God lowered Himself down to the world, than the elevation of Klal Yisrael the Maila. And therefore, it becomes imperative that the Jew now after Matantera, the service of the Avedis Atzmitz, is Milmata Lamaila, from above, below to below, above. This also has to do with the Yahzeit, the Neshama, which comes down into this world for X amount of years. We will talk a little later about Avedis and Hashem itself. However, the concept 
of godliness on this world was not something that's apparent until Matanteda. With Matanteda, we saw what Teda does to a Jew. Not just Teda. Das Teda. A person who sincerely devotes their life to limit Teda, when you come to them and discuss with them and talk to them the most mundane and worldly things, their advice is based on the Teda that they have studied. And thereby would be a rendition of Das Teda, which Das Teda will always guide you and lead you in the right direction. It's not enough. It's impossible, actually. To suffice with the Gedusha Yena shining here below. If the person themselves doesn't take initiative and doesn't try to raise up on their own, rise up, they will not forge the proper connection between the Yenim and the This connection, this bond, can only become real and realistic when the person below dedicates, devotes, and sees to it that they give their all to make this connection work. If a person is in a a relationship, a friendship, and it's one way, generally it tends to fade. When each side expresses, and each side goes out of its way to show and to do to make this connection work and happen, the connection forges itself to a strength that is inseparable ever. And this is the Aveda of the person on this world, therefore, to take on, as you see in this week's Parsha, the beginning of the parsha, Nasei Esreish, to the end of the parsha, going into the Yilmayed and hearing the voice of God. Through Nasei Esreish, as we said, one elevates themselves. They pick up the head of the person. Nature has it that the person walks on two feet. Hence the head being the highest. The animal is even killed with the body. 
we have Daimim Tzameach Chai Emidaber. The Daimim, the stone, the Tzameach, the growth, the flowers, the Chai, the animals, the Medaber, the, the creation that not only speaks, <coughs> but thinks before it speaks. This is the Mila of the person over the animal. Because the fact is, the animals have a language. The birds have a language. And we have the famous story of Shleim Melech, who understood the languages. And this is a plus and a minus, the being that the birds can sometimes bring over news from other nations, other places. And today it's called the internet. Those days it was simply called a bird. Nature. Hateva is Gematria Elikim. Actually, reverse. Elikim is Gematria Hateva. God created the world. He did not make it and put it into self, into automatic pilot. God created the world and God constantly creates the world. As was now learning in Chitas of Tanya, in the Shara Yichad Vemuna, how God is constantly recreating the world. And there can't be a moment that God doesn't think about exact every creation in the world. For if there was, they would dissipate. With that in mind, we have the natural order the person working, person going, person getting up, the head on top of the body, which ultimately has the seichel. And therefore, blends and manages to mesh the natural existence of the world with all the rest of his body. Still in all the Tata says, Nasa Yasraish, the Raish needs to be lifted up. We need to lift this up higher than the rest of the body. It keeps everything in control, it keeps everything in check, we think and we have in mind, we make decisions, etc. with our mind. But still in all, it needs to be higher than everything else. What is the bottom line? When a person tries to elevate themselves, to elevate their seichel, to elevate all their physical prowess, nafshim and ruch gufnim, heart and soul, to serve the holy cause of God, 
in the time Matantera the person stood total self-nullification with complete abnegation in front of the revelation of God's godliness revelation of godliness now after Matantera one needs to apply themselves the same way to be Nasei Yisraish. This completes the cycle of the Yenim and the Tachtenim. And we see that at the end of our Pasha. This is the, the situation that the person, according to his level, of course, attaches oneself to God. There is no break from that. There is no time that we can say, not today, not at this hour even. This is an obligation that we have at all times and at all places. The nefesh, the soul of the Jew is a Mishkan Lashem. And because it's a Mishkan Lashem, <coughs> dwelling place for God, God's voice can be heard there. Isaiah says there's a splashtus of the there's a spark of the Shamas Nisham Mesha's soul in each and every person. And therefore each and every Jew can reach and achieve to enter into Ayal Mayid and to hear the Kirl Madabra love. Obviously not with physical ears. The soul, our neshama, hears this. Hears the Kerl Hashem. That same Kerl Hashem that was by Matan Teda. The Kerl of HaKadosh Baruch is going into the Eidus HaMishkan. Mishkan Eidus. And after the destruction of the temples, it enveloped itself into the Halachas of Teda. The laws of Teda. So through strengthening oneself and learning Teda, <coughs> one merits the revelation of Kail Hashem and Zvayedabar Elov Mamish, that God speaks to him literally. <coughs> Excuse me, throughout the weeks of Svira, we spoke about Mesechta Seita. The tractate dedicated to the service of what would happen if a woman goes and is not acting the way she should. So much so that her husband gets a little bit jealous and a little bit concerned and she's finding herself too often in the company of somebody and the husband says, I'm warning you, you better not get caught in the company of this person again. And she does get caught. And she spends sufficient, uh, sufficient amount of time together privately. This woman, because of the suspicion of the husband, 
comes to the base Hamikdash. And a concoction is made. The holy waters of the Kir, the chapter in the Teda is written out on parchment and then erased. And the inks, particles are mixed in this water. Several other things mixed into this water. The woman needs to bring a carb mincha, only of barley, because Barley is eaten by animals and she acted like an animal, therefore she has to bring a carbon of that sort. And the woman drinks this drink. If, God forbid, she sinned, her organs start to blow up and physically, according to the Gemara, she explodes. If, however, she was innocent, tells us the Teda, she will merit to special, special, beautiful children. If until that point she was having uh, dark-skinned children, she had light-skinned children, if she had only girls, she would start having boys, etc. The Pasuk says, Ish, ish, kisista, ishte. Each man, if his wife will go astray. She goes off the way of tzniyas. If you give me a score at home, right in the beginning, you say to Gimel Meralef. Ein adam ever aveda, ele imkein nichnas beiruachstus. The Yomara tells us, a person does not commit a sin, Unless a spirit of folly enters into them. Sister is referring to turning off, also a lotion of shtus. Folly, stupidity. And we have a connection between the two. Chazal says, that one feeds into the other, and we have to understand how. Each Jew, whoever he is, whatever level he was at in Judaism, deep down he loves, he, she loves God. I hope you're all back. Someone sent the video. Uh-huh. Someone sent me a video on my phone and WhatsApp and it rocked the Skype a little bit. Okay, everybody's back. And he chooses unhesitatingly to give up his life for Kiddush Hashem. Not to serve, God forbid, idol worship. How? How is it possible, a Jew, that's gotten so low, and did every possible sin, 
and separated himself literally from God. How did he do that? How does one find permission within oneself that goes against all faith of God? And the answer says the Yamara, Nichnes by Ruachstus. A spirit of folly entered within them. And because this strange spirit came into them, it covered, it blinded everything in the heart. And it took away and did and covered the severity of what he was actually doing. He doesn't notice, realize, understand, or feel that he's actually separating himself, God forbid, from God. Because if one would feel the severity of the sin that they are committing, and how far this takes them from spirituality and holiness, they would never sin. What is this Ruachstus? What is this folly? The spirit of folly. It's taiva. Taiva, you just have a yearning for something that you don't need. And this continues into the person's life. And we have a mission of Pirkeyovus as well. This is a gaiva, a taiva. This takes one out of the world. A taiva, something that we look at something and we want it more than we should. And we told recently the story of Hilo Paracha, who saw when they brought in the meat of Fabrengen, how everybody was going crazy to get it. He realized there was something wrong with that meat, which was indeed the case. So when one has a taiva, the taiva represents the ruach shtus, the spirit of folly that twists the person's mind. And thereby, he actually looks at himself and says, maybe it's right, maybe it's not so bad. We hope this case of the Seita will not happen after the time of Mashiach because people will not be tested with such folly. Yes, it started with the thigh, it started with the... The entire body actually blew up. And in spite of this folly, in spite of the sin that a person commits they still find themselves and feel themselves close to God. Because this taiva hides the truth. Every sin, the smallest, most minute sin, taints, severs slightly a strand connecting the person with God. On the other hand, since the main part of the sin 
is Ruach Shtus. And Ruach Shtus covers the truth. Even if the person sins, Laila Tov. Smile. It's free. Even Bishas, the person sinning doesn't make the person evil or wicked at that time. The opposite. Deep down the person is good, deep down the person is attached to God. And he does not want to sin. But unfortunately the Ruach conquers him. And causes him to do the sin. The sin itself is foreign to him, has no connection to him whatsoever. This we learn from the Pasuk, he sees the Ishtoi. It's not something that she did on purpose, she did a shtus, she did a stupidity. And there's a very strong connection of a person generally sinning and the folly of which the woman commits. We know that the connection between God and the Jewish nation is a connection of a man and a wife, God being the husband and the Jewish nation the wife. So when a Jew sins, Rahman to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's like a wife who turns her neck on her husband. As that very same woman that goes and steers off the path. And therefore it's on this pasuk that the Teda finds it net possible to teach us the source of sin. The connection with the woman that goes astray teaches us the chiyuvi, the tzad chiyuvi, the side of what one needs to do. The bottom line is this isha soita is a suspected woman, it's an allegation. It's not fund it's not founded it's unfounded. But she brought this on herself. She caused herself to be in a position where she suspected. But the Taylor guarantees if she will do the right thing, if she was actually pure, Venixa Venizra Zera. She will be proven clean and she will have children. Every single Jew has that same opportunity, even though they've sinned the, the most horrific sins they could possibly have done. Their inner heart, their inner soul, is connected totally to God. And in the end, they will repent. Nobody ever pushes God away entirely, but rather everyone always finds a way back 
And we find this through the most profound stories of the people who had gone to the most furthest lengths and managed to return. Mm. No, this punishment does not happen to the men as well. It's, yeah, it's the man that does it with the woman is punished, per se, uh, in, in his own way. It's a machlek, it's something about it. How it goes down, actually. Pashas Nosei has the famous Kriya Satera of Hanukkah. We read each day a Nasi, each day another Nasi brought a sacrifice. Okay. If I'm keeping score at home, huh? They brought for the Chanukah a Mizbeach every day. And the Taylor says to us at the end of the whole parasha, Zayt's Chanukah Samizbeach, Yemen Mashach, Eisei, Meis Nesia Yisrael, Kareis Kesev, Shtem Esrei. This is the dedication of the Mizbeach on the day that it was anointed from the Nesia Yisrael. And there were 12 silver, or golden, no, silver. Silver trays. The Medrash asks. The Nasim did not bring all their kabanas on the twelfth day. Each day a different Nasi brought. And we read these Nasi also in the beginning of Chedesh Nisan. From Chedesh Nisan their dedication started. It's Nasi Yechad so how does the Pesach make a blanket statement to understand that all the Nesim dedicated the Mizbeach? Only the first Nasi was Mechanach. And the Medish explains. The Pesach is bringing it, is stating it as if they did Everyone on the first day and everyone on the last day. This is how the Medish explains this statement of the Nesim bringing their Kabbalahs. This addition of the Medish, as if all of them brought on the last day, is just not understood. First day. People that came first. Amazing. Person that came last. Seriously. And not only that, they are greater than everyone else. So we know, of course, it says that Messiah in the Mitzvah, somebody finishes off a Mitzvah, it's on their name, etc. 
But here, the essence of the whole thing, it just doesn't, it doesn't fit. So we understand this according to what it says in Aveda, <coughs> the Uvda, the fact that the Nesim actually dedicated the Mizbeach. Dedication was done through them. Not through Moshe and Aaron. What's the matter of the Nesim? Each Nasi represents a different Shevet, a different tribe. Each tribe has its own attributes, its own behaviorals, etc. And therefore, according to the way the Shvatim were divided, each one brought about their Kreichis. Each Shevet, each tribe, was, rep- was represented by their Nasi. Because the carbon is a way to bring closer to God. And therefore, it was done according to the way the person that brought it up. So the completion of the Chanukah Samizbeach, as we call it, dedication of the Mizbeach, was only after all the Nasim, bringing together all the different attributes, all different walks of life in the nation, were represented by their bringing their carbon. So therefore all types of Jews were now represented on in the Avedas of Mizbeach. So therefore the only way that the completion, the only way it was a full dedication was by each one being represented. So not only therefore is the first day special, but the last as well. So much so that the last was even greater because only then was everything put into place. This stresses the unity of Klal Yisrael. As long as not every walk of life is represented on the Mizbeach, the Mizbeach was not fully dedicated. On the other hand, each Nasi was makriv ledaitoy, according to his opinion, according to his way, according to what his approach was, according to his attitude, according to his understanding. That, in essence, the minimizes the unity. As we saw by the Tamid Rabbi Akiva, because each one had his own ego, his own interpretation of the words of Rabbi Akiva. So if you're going to tell me that each Jew has his own walk of life, his own style, etc., and therefore, until all the styles together didn't come together, the unity was not complete. It's what's called a chukat lula. 
you're contradicting yourself within these words. Because you're telling me that until everything, all different factions were brought into one room, you didn't have the entire package. But the fact of the matter is, they were each one was a different faction. Each one had his own attitude, his own approach, his own understanding. So then where is their unity? This ultimately shows us the true unity of the Jewish nation. Two major points. The essence of each and every Jew, of every nation, every person in the nation, and the personal approach of each and every Jew. This unites these two concepts. Just like each individual needs to have his own individuality, his own singling out, his own essence, his own mitzvahs, they also need to all be one in order to become one, in order to make it a full cycle. And this goes as far as the body, the human body as well. From one side, one point, each body is an individual. On its own, with its own. Whereas we see as well, each organ of the body is different, is individual. And yet, they all come together to make a body. If you would not have each one of them, you would not have a body. Each organ plays an a integral role on the existence of the body. And therefore the Achtos is found more prevalent <coughs> when it comes together all the different factions. Where you see that they are all different, they all have their own opinions of life, etc., and yet they all unite. makes it so much more personal. When we gather together all these different individuals and it becomes one entity. And therefore this needs to reach to a level where everything comes together. One side we need to recognize that everyone is each, each and every person is an individual of their own and has their own, and they are their own entity. And each one has its own pluses and minuses. From the other side, we need to understand 
that each and every one of these individuals need to be united in a way that each and every one of us make that single unity, that bring about that unity, that make one person. The beginning of the Pasha mentions the different parts of, of she, the tribe of Shevet Levi, different families. The eldest is mentioned second. Why? Because the one that is mentioned first is the family that carry the Orin. So the question, of course, was asked. Why is it that the Becher, who should be mentioned first, didn't carry the Aram? If he would have carried the Aram, he would have been mentioned first, both for being the Becher and for carrying the Aram. Why was he not included? Kleyaka tells us the reason for not including, for not giving the Bechir to carry the Ar in the Ark was simply because then we wouldn't know why they're being mentioned first. Is it because they're carrying the Aran or because they were the Bechir? And this, therefore, says the Teda in his own sensitive way, by saying, first mentioning the one that carries the Aran, to show the greatness, the special holiness of the one that's carrying the Aran over all the other tribes, the other parts of the tribe, and thereby ultimately being mentioned first as its own entity not included with the rest so once again we'd like to wish the Neshama Shav and Aliyah of Yitzhak ben Mardachai and Neshpacha should all have Yeshuas Brachas Arichas Yom Vishanim long life and happiness Panasa Barchova and we be merit to Akitsu, Miranu Sheikh Miyafar, and this Shabbos to be together, all of us in Yerushalayim, in Shabbat Shalom to all.